Welcome back to Batting Around. We're back. Uh, I am your co-host, Jane Ost. With me is, as always, is Lauren. I'm... God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I try not to do this kind of... Sorry. Um, I hate to interrupt, but I feel like I need to say something. Uh, Okay, yeah. You you can just... Yeah, what's up? Uh, I'm sorry. It's hard to talk about this, but in the interest of accountability and honesty... I need to make a statement. Uh, I made a promise at the start of the off season that we would make this show weird. And I didn't live up to that promise. And I just want to say, as the heart of this podcast, Jane's the brain, Steven's the brawn, as the heart of this podcast, I had a duty to make the episodes we released much weirder than we did. And I meant that promise, and I failed to live up to it, and in the interests of proving that we can do better, I have ordered a bunch of chemical research drugs off of the, the dark web. And I'm going to destroy my brain over the next few weeks so that by the time so that by the time the season's underway, I am a gibbering, incoherent wreck. Did you just find a bunch of stuff that's a bunch of letters and numbers all mashed up? It's not even our alphabet. It's it's like it's it's surrealic, it's super weird. Um I, it was most of my 401k, um, but that's what this show means to me, and I am determined. Uh, sorry, we admire the, your commitment to podcasting, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's hard to be this brave, but someone has to say it. I know. Yeah, I know that that was really, really, really tough for you to do. Um, you know, we, we, you know, and you said that, you know, as the heart of the show, um, you were the one that failed to do it to fit to make the show weird enough but i mean it really does land on all of us no no please no 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 i mean it's we we did do an entire episode about uh the philly fanatic being uh being a gay man but you know that's no we're gonna have to we're all gonna have to step it up i appreciate you you know yeah taking Thank taking you. yourself Thank to task you. here yes but that's all i had to say we don't need to jerk me off any harder i know it's really brave of me to say this let's just try to get past it get through this Give the people what they want. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Anyway, that's Lauren. Uh, <laughs> and also with me is uh, our f- everyone's favorite Philadelphian, Stephen. You. You. All right. <laughs> it's been a while since uh, <clears throat> since we recorded again. But you know what? Like, it's fucking off season. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Everything's pretty terrible. I don't, I don't, I don't think about baseball uh, a lot during the off season. I'm so fried by like paying very close attention yeah i'm not gonna lie nine I, months i probably spent four hours of the past three months thinking about baseball and all of it yeah. all of it was um fuck the rockies and why are the cardinals like this or maybe the inverse of that or both of them mm-hmm. i i was i was like that for most of the off season um then about three weeks ago uh my doctor put me on um uh wellbutrin as well as adderall uh, so I've spent every day for the last uh, three and a half weeks uh, reading every single thing about uh, analytics and baseball published uh, across about a half dozen sites as a uh, as an alternative to doing the actual work at my job that I'm supposed to do. So you're gonna I, have to hook, you're I, gonna have I, to hook me up with your doctor. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna, yo, I'm gonna give me that, some of that. <laughs> I'm gonna need that script. But I anyway, that's my way of saying uh, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm hyped. I'm ready. I'm pumped. Bring it on. Bring on the baseball. I want to see the baseball. Let's do some baseball. <laughs> All 
<laughs> All right, Lauren. Well, then, where where do you think we should start then? I mean, there's there's been plenty of stuff that's happened this off season um, that we haven't gotten around to talk talking about. You know, in the last you know couple of weeks since we've been gone. So where where do you think we should start? There has been, I think, uh, given the nature of this podcast, given what we generally talk about, given like the spirit of the show, we should start at the point of maximum humiliation, uh, which is a draw between yes. the Arenado trade and anything to do with Trevor Bauer. Um, the latter is <laughs> also kind of depressing because uh, he's a really sad, weird guy. Um, so, but let's start with the former. Um, it's hard for a team like the Rockies to be uh, less antagonistic and irritating than um, uh, than uh, uh, Trevor Bauer, but they almost manage. They're doing like I think they're 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 really you know doing it on a organizational level, mm-hmm. really top to bottom. Like it, it takes it takes an army. To really, really be this pathetic, it is absolutely. Um, except when you're right. Except when you're. Uh, I mean, Trevor Bauer is like a, uh, you know, a super villain of of being just terrible. But I don't know. I, I think it's impressive to organize so many people. Mm-hmm. You're right. It takes um, a village towards it, right towards the towards the goal of like just destroying. Uh, destroying something like like an entire baseball team absolutely something with a legacy something with history something with larry walker and and uh dinger and uh (laughs) all of these like lovely things from and like the beautiful purple uniforms and beautiful course field to take all of that like the the history from 1998 the world the world series appearance to take all that and just uh treat it like it's just really like humiliate everybody who's ever had any interest in your product um by trading your superstar player, and now also maybe trading your superstar shortstop. If you were to make a movie about what the Rockies are, like, doing, just what they have factually done the last several years, um, they would have been like, they'd have thrown it out. Because it's unrealistic that that any of this would have happened, and people would still, like, just go, oh, that sucks, okay. No, what they're, no like, there is there is a movie... Uh, of what they're doing it's called the producers <laughs> yeah no they're <laughs> they're producersing the a fucking major league baseball franchise yeah no like their their 2021 is just springtime for hitler <laughs> like, that's what they're doing right but now. they're not gonna it's, accidentally it's like do well though they're just gonna suck i i, I need a second to process this uh, that's also like the plot of uh ma- ma- major league our, our major league is the, oh is, sure is the producers just Broadway major league is that like a defensible statement Can I, I guess say that? well I, I I mean the producers outdates it by by quite a bit well the, the producers league, movie but... but not the play like I would say the Broadway like the actual sure. Broadway show so I'm technically correct sure yeah I know they're they're, they're pretty pathetic where like what could do because do they even have like a decent farm system to build up no. do they have anything no no I actually <laughs> just trash all around there was a um every year somebody does this list of like the best un- or the most underrated the best underrated team like all the guys who don't make the top 10 list but are statistically the most impressive players at each position um and and it's like mostly guys who are good but not great um I, looking at that information made me also do the math on what uh the rockies projections are for like the starting lineup oh yikes it was grim i think it was like a total of like under 10 no, it was like under six or seven more for the whole for every starting uh, position player. It's, and that's uh, including, like, Blackman and, and Story. That was including Story, who was, like, four wins for the whole thing. And By he, himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, truly, truly sad. And I guess we should say the actual trade itself. Um, 
you, uh, Nolan Arenado, uh, star super, star third baseman, got traded to uh, the Cardinals for less than nothing. They're actually kind of paying most of his salary for a couple of years. The Cardinals are somehow getting a superstar third baseman for zero dollars for two years. Because, like, I mean, he he probably would have he had an opt out coming up, right? Yes. Like in the next couple of years. I mean, he probably would have exercised that to get away from this like horrible organization. But like, that's that's still no excuse. Like to not even not try to do anything to just completely deal away, deal away everything. I mean, yeah, that's like yeah. And then it goes to the Cardinals, who have you know in the last couple of years also you know picked up Paul Goldschmidt and like but oh, much more shit. Like, remember that? Yeah, yeah. They've kind of managed, like, a really clever thing because, like, they really had, like, no power for a couple of years. Like, they, like no – but now they have, like, two, like, legitimate guys who could, like, hit just a ton of bombs. It's uh, – I, I, the thing about the gets you the Rockies organization is, like, the, there's been kind of this process over the last 20 years of watching teams slowly realize they need to um, throw the dumb guys out and bring in smart guys. Um, and there's downsides to that. Obviously, we don't like this – a lot of the smart guys do. Um uh, but the Rockies are like the last one I can think of. Maybe Pittsburgh. No, even Pittsburgh has like fairly smart guys now, where the dumb guys are still in charge, like top to bottom. Right, and I think that they're. Do you think that they just like, you know, saw uh, the Rays do what they do, and just did like this horrible, horrible mimicry of it, where they don't understand that they're dumb guys. They think that they just need to like trade away all of their good players for some reason yeah i i think they actually said something like that or somebody compared them to the rays and it's like no none of this makes any sense the the rays like did develop develop talent they uh uh they they you know heavily invest internationally um uh they, they actually do spend money uh on like re, re uh, rehabilitation projects none of that's true for uh the rockies at all so yeah the rockies just Another another team in the uh, NL West that will be forgotten, uh, like the Diamondbacks. Yeah, like I you, very clearly, as has been documented, even on this podcast, I've been losing my mind about how the Phillies have <laughs> been handling the off season, and like that worked out fine uh, in the end. But the the Rockies is a prime example of like what would get me to full-on abandon my team, like, completely? I don't know how those people do it. How are the Phillies doing? What did they What did they do this offseason? They signed JT Romuto and Deacon Gregorius yeah, 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 and course, yeah. um, Archie Bradley. So yeah, they're basically fun. coming back with the same lineup with a better bullpen. And I don't know how much better but it is impossible to be worse. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know if it's impossible to be worse. Uh, I mean, they, they made one signing. The I, know how, I, know, I know how bad it was. I know how bad they were, but like, I don't know. I cannot allow myself to believe that it would get worse. How, and uh, they signed Brad Miller too. Brad Miller's a fun guy. I like Brad Miller. Oh yeah, I love Bamboo Brad. I didn't realize they signed Jeff Mathis. Again, I have not been plugged in. Uh, but yeah, um... I my heart goes out to Rockies fans who have been cursed by birth to root for such a deplorable, disgusting team. If I were the Phillies, I would have given uh, Rich Hill some money. I think Rich Hill would have been a perfect guy for the Phillies lineup for the Phillies because the Rays, staff. the Rays snatched him up, right? They did, yeah, and uh, that's probably the smart move for him. They can probably they're the smartest team. They can probably 
uh, they'll probably use him in a way that's most effective for him, which is like fewer innings pitched, um, but very effective. He was pit- he was good innings. last year for the Twins when he was um, mm-hmm. when he was actually playing. He was, he really, was really good. good. He's yeah. like forty one now, and uh, so long as you're not expecting yep. more than fifty innings a year, he's uh, really good in those innings. So, so um, now that we've you know kind of spent some time shitting in the Rockies, can we circle back and uh, shit on the whiny piss baby that just signed for, with the Dodgers? <sighs> Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that, should. but yeah. I, I want to spend as little time as possible talking about him, though. It's easiest to just pretend he doesn't exist. Like, that's the least stressful way of acknowledging that he's, like... If I if I can just kind of expand on my pet theory a little bit here. Um, I think Trevor Bauer is the perfect example of a 110 IQ guy who thinks he's a 140 IQ guy. <laughs> Absolutely. That's all I'll say about it. That's all I'll say about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, if anything, I wish I could give him... Um, the ability to feel shame because he's got a lot to make up for and he clearly doesn't because every other word out of his mouth is extremely cringeworthy and i just want him to feel that cringe so i i missed it i mean i saw he signed with the dodgers uh i assume that he uh signed a, a one-year deal um as he said he was gonna <laughs> do before right um, he said he was only going to sign one-year deals once he hit free agency. Is that is that correct? Am I um, he did is, say am that. I remembering yeah, that correctly? Yeah, yeah, he did say that. I think it was. Um, is that a, what he, he did? Is that what deal, he did? He specifically had a bargain where um, his friend would get to hit him in the nuts with a paintball gun uh, if he didn't do that. Oh, right. I think he's going to consider himself weaseled his way into that into that um, saying he did live up to the promise because I believe the deal has uh, an opt out every single year. Um, he's not going to opt out. He's not that good. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, in 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 the the very uh, most disingenuous way possible. Really, I think you could probably make the claim that he did live up to that. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, congrats, Dodgers fans, for winning the Bauer sweepstakes. I'm sure you're all very happy. You know, it's well, it's they they made it they made it as as someone who like I like the Dodgers, but uh, they're not you know my they're not my main team that I root for. They've made it really easy between winning the World Series and than signing Trevor Bauer to make it uh, feel like I don't need to really root for them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's perfectly- just like they already got their big win and then they went out and signed uh, one of really one of the most despicable people in the league. And at the same time, the Padres are like becoming even more fun. Yeah. Should we, should we christen a, um, a batting, batting around bandwagon team that is none of yeah. ours? Yeah, I mean it's 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 really easy to do, to to Is pick it just Padres the Padres. There. <laughs> it's, I... it's like that's what everybody's done. I mean they're they're gonna be they're gonna be incredibly fun. Um, you know they signed Tatis to a huge extension. Oh yeah. When he's re- when he's that. basically got like you know what a season a season and a half worth of at most uh, yeah. games under his belt. Also wait, like two days ago I discovered possibly for the first time but probably i already knew this and just forgot that you darvish is a padre yep yep that happened that fucking rules the cubs ate up a whole bunch of his uh salary and uh and dumped him on the, the padres yes it does rule it is it's very good uh, to see i am see so our, our nice boy you get out see of uh, our perfect child on a team that doesn't make me want to mm-hmm. throw my head through a wall i want to pull up the rotation here just because it's like absurdly good it is very good, yes. Yeah, you Darvish is their number one. Blake, well, Blake Snell is the number two. Denilson Lemets. Blake Snell is number three. Yeah, Blake Snell is there too. Yeah, he went. He got traded you, to there to them too. Did you miss that? Did you have you like literally not like 
I, I, I am I am ostensibly a a co-host of a baseball podcast. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> if 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 you had to know about baseball to talk about it, it wouldn't be fun. Um, Chris Paddock is Chris Paddock's the number five in that. That's absurd. He was the he was the staff ace two years ago. It's like Joe Musgrove's good. It's like fuck, man. And they're gonna have um, they got Pomerantz in the bullpen. Keone Kela, really interesting guys. Uh, Mark Melanson got re-signed there, and they have Mike Clevenger coming back in a year from Tommy John. It's like, oh, and they're gonna call up, and they're gonna call up Mackenzie Gore, and they're gonna call up their top their their top pitching prospect Mackenzie Gore this season. It was absurdly good. It's like, god damn it. No, yeah, you you have. Uh... They they built an an extremely exciting and talented uh, team, and all they had to do was spend a little money and trade some guys. Imagine that! Like they're yeah they're they're exploiting exploiting the market inefficiency of uh, participating in the the market of players <laughs> that right. are out there. That like <laughs> that's that's been the biggest inefficiency uh, for a couple years now is just actually opening up your fucking purse. And I I love the I love the Tati signing just because like. He's the most exciting player in baseball. He's one of the most talented players in baseball. He's one of the hardest working players mm-hmm. in baseball. And also, I think there's some real value uh, in not doing anything every other team does, because they they didn't they they didn't jerk him around uh, at the start of I think season before last the last season of like the call up thing. They didn't do the uh, time right. They're not, they're not waiting twenty days. You know, they didn't do that. Shit. Yeah, and now they're not going to ever have to fucking argue with him in arbitration ever. Like I think I think there's probably some kind of like value on that that is. Not going to necessarily translate onto the uh, field, but like keeping your superstars happy is a pretty proven uh, factor in success. What yeah. a concept! What yeah, what an amazing concept. Also, <laughs> speaking is... of, um, they're not going to be nearly as good as the Padres this year. But shout out to the Reds for both losing Bauer and gaining Sean Doolittle. That's true. In terms of like quality of posting, that's a huge step up. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, gigantic step <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how Bauer feels about the um, Star Wars sequels, but uh, like I do know how Sean feels about him, and I can't say that I'm super excited about the about that. But I'm not a Reds fan, so it's okay. I can guess how I can guess exactly what opinion Bauer has about the Star Wars sequels. I know I know what he thinks about Last Jedi. Yeah, that's yeah, for that's sure. the one. Yeah, um. <laughs> he definitely. I still to- I still haven't oh. I still haven't fucking seen that last one. I don't know anything about it. I haven't either. Oh, Everybody hates garbage. it. I totally tuned it was, out. Yeah, it yeah. was. I I went I went and saw that in theaters back. You know that was towards the end of the time when you could still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the last movies I saw in theaters, and uh, I got really drunk at like an opening day. I think it was the opening day screening of it, or maybe the day after. Um, it was at a was Alamo the Alamo Draft House here. Oh, those are always so fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. just got drunk, and I was like. And you know they're so fucking like strict on the rules there. I think it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like just like if you you know if you basically like behave in any way they don't like they'll kick you out. And so I was just like, just I knew it was gonna be trash. I knew it was gonna be terrible. But and I just went in there and I got drunk and was just like stifling laughter at how <laughs> fucking terrible it was. Uh, between the like Carrie Fisher, uh, you know they they just had like some shots that they had uh, or some you know some footage that they had shot of her. Uh, from the other movies and so they just had to like put her in there and use like the most generic line reads that they had for everything to the point where she sounded like a uh an npc from an art from like a video game where it's just like hey 
uh, hey, let, hey, General Leia, we're gonna go. Like, we got to go do this. And she's like, okay, good, do that. <laughs> it's just uh, like nothing, <laughs> no, like a fucking Mass Effect nothing, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nothing specific at all. It was incredible. Anyway, um, that's great. I made it my, I made it my 2020 resolution, and I'm rolling this over permanently to not argue about Star Wars. I don't think we were we weren't arguing about Star Wars here. I uh, but Star given Wars that is a thing I enjoy, but not to the extent that I would ever get into a fight over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's I've, a good I've, policy. I've given up arguing about Star Wars, and it, it made my life a lot better. That's a good policy, and I, I think we can. We I think we can probably move on from the topic of Trevor Bauer, but I, I do want to emphasize before we we move on uh, something I think is very important to say. Uh, I do not respect him as a poster. He's no. a terrible poster. No, he's not good. He's uh, it's a hundred percent cringe. No, it's not mm-hmm. his medium at all. Uh, I I think he uh, has some kind of uh, he clearly has some kind of charm on YouTube, where like his channel is somewhat successful. Because he like breaks down games, it does like an- analytically. He doesn't understand the game very well, uh, but tw- posting is not his thing. He should just avoid the t- text medium entirely. Uh, he's not good at it. It's embarrassing. Stop. He's as good at, at posting as as Elon Musk is. Um, yeah. The, those are those are two guys where they just have like an army of chuds that will oh love them God. no matter he how terrible their posts are. Elon Musk. Yeah, that's all. He <laughs> way is. way dumber than he thinks he yeah. is. <laughs> yes. Horrifyingly not- cringe. Um, he's only where he is because of basically cheating. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's baseball. Elon, Elon I, Musk. I would love to see them both get blown up at a rocket. That's definitely true. <laughs> you know, we we might get to see it. There was just that. Uh, oh, definitely you know, there not was zero the, chance. The SpaceX rocket. There was a SpaceX rocket the other uh, like last week that that blew up. It happens all the time. I mean, I know it's gonna happen, but like, would you ever fucking trust your life to get into a flying vehicle that Elon Musk had anything to do with? I know he's no, not an engineer no. or anything, but like, good God. And remember, similarly, imagine <laughs> getting in anything. And similarly, remember, I would never trust uh, Trevor Bauer to drive a drone. He, proven failure. Both of them. Oh God, it would be, it would be so funny if both of those two died on Mars. I don't know <laughs> if I can say that, but God, that'd be so funny. What other news do you have for us, Lauren? Would you like to continue embarrassing me by telling me basic baseball news and having me be surprised? I I could do that for hours. That'd be very fun. (laughs) But I'm just thinking, like, you know, we're we're seeing some interesting stuff coming out about teams announcing stadium capacity and the season's happening and vaccinations are going up. But I I still think it's wild that they're that they like, you know, pitchers, catchers have reported that they're doing spring training right now. Remember when they shut spring training down at a period of the pandemic that was like uh, magnitudes less intense than it is right now? We just hit half a million dead. Yep. (laughs) Like Uh. we had half a million fucking people dead. Uh, There's no end in sight for this. Like, you know, I don't know if uh, California still has their, um, you know, limits on uh, cremating bodies lifted, but... Uh, you know, like it, shit is is extremely grim, and they're just gonna go do it. Like, I mean, like, okay, yeah, we they had their season last year with a few scares, and uh, but you know, hey, football, football did it. I'm sure there was nothing, uh, shady, nothing covered up or hidden at all in the in the NFL season. Uh, you know, all all that happened was uh, you, you know, the Broncos the one time had to use a wide receiver from their practice squad as a quarterback. But you know, like, 
I'm sure nothing else happened. Lauren, do you actually do you know which stadiums are having have announced which are having capacity? I've been trying to track those down. Uh, the one I've seen for sure is the Marlins operating at twenty percent capacity, oh, which every course. everybody on the planet made the exact same joke about that. <laughs> Yeah, of course. You were about to make that, it. The, you were... I was about to make it. I was about to I made it. I, I, I was mostly just reacting to a fucking course of Florida team is is opening their stadium. I think they'll probably also... all do it. I think I think everybody everybody but Toronto probably will do it, uh to some point. It's there's too much money at stake. Um Are the Blue Jays where are they playing this year? Dunedin. They're gonna start the season in Dunedin at their single A facility. Um which I, I think it's like a fairly well respected Mind Lake Stadium, uh, but that's the plan for now. Where for, is that? I think Florida. It's in the it's in the Tampa area, I think. Yeah, yeah I yeah. only know this because I think it's near Clearwater where the Phillies play. I think you're right. Yeah, and it's um, I, I think I love only that the Phillies that play in Clearwater seasons. Shut up. <laughs> I think Clearwater. they're Clearwater. <laughs> I said seasons, but I meant they're only there for the first two home stands so far, as as far as it's committed. Gotcha. Um. Mm. And I, I, I go back and forth in this stuff because, yes, we've learned more stuff about outdoor transmission. Yes, vaccines are going in arms. Um, I'm just really crossing my fingers uh, that by the time games really get going, uh, most of the frontline workers will be vaccinated and uh, stadium staff in particular will have high rates of vaccination because those are the people who I really feel more than anybody else uh, get the short end of the stick. With these things. Yeah, like absolutely. There is absolutely a way to do baseball that isn't like in the pandemic. That's not like morally repugnant. Um, I just don't think that they're going to. Yeah, to do bother. That. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. uh, um, outdoor transmission is 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 minimal. Like mm-hmm. there was no. I from what I understand, there was no like team to team contact. Or team to team transmission last year it was all that was Trace a guy and, yeah. mm-hmm. getting it and then giving it to his entire clubhouse. Mm-hmm. That's what the outbreaks were. Yeah, and and with the caveat that obviously our tracing program is very poor and we can't see anything definitively, it does seem like there's some pretty good evidence now that outdoor transmission is relatively low and uh, people are uh, not in face to face contact. So, and that is uh, relatively new information. Uh, obviously, we didn't have that last season, uh, and it is good that you know uh, these things have. That as the science evolves, um, uh, our plans and our personal levels of safety evolve. Uh, at the same time, they're going to do it no matter what. They're always going to you know, play the games, yeah. whether that ended up being safe or not. Yeah, there's no way that they were going to do two years of this shit. No. No way were they going to let that happen, especially when, like, oh, there's vaccines that are getting rolled out no matter, you know, what sort of hiccups that happen in that, no matter how fucked up that is mm-hmm. <laughs> and how terribly it gets rolled out. I mean, it's there's there's more doses coming, but, like, they're just going to power through this no matter what. Yeah. I don't uh, see it happening. Yeah. And, and there's obviously a chance of uh, vaccine. Uh, or, sorry. There's obviously a, uh, a chance of the virus mutating in some way that's much more serious uh, and contagious and everything gets scrapped in. Oh, yeah. Apparently the UK and the California mutations have met. I saw yeah, this in a the, headline the, the, and I the, did yeah, not interrogate yeah. it further out of fear that it would deteriorate my mental health. But apparently that might be a thing that's happened. If I remember correctly, that's the one that was done in a lab. Um, oh, okay, good. To my knowledge, uh, every oh, they have all still been pretty proven for, or are demonstrating signs of being pretty effective about vaccine. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm pretty optimistic about the vaccine. 
Mm. I, I'm going through this vaccine optimism phase where I'm obsessively going over the numbers of vaccinated people every single day when they come out, uh, which is weird, uh, but I'm desperate. And I will say with some hesitance that I think there's a chance we'll get to go to a baseball game this year. Safely. Safely. Late in the season. I think it's possible. We need to do some things sure that are so. trending upward. We need to get the vaccines per day to like two and a half to three million. Uh, it's at like one and a half million now. That's been kind of delayed because of the snowstorm. But it's possible. Um, the cities at least seem to be rolling out the infrastructure for it. It's up to the manufacturers to get it out there. Uh, but except I, when, except when your city gives a shit ton of vaccines to some fucking twenty-two-year-old twenty-two-year-old startup that, guy. <laughs> that's true. That's right. Just you, gives Steven, it to all his fucking friends. Stephen, you may not to get to go to a game this year because you live in uh, the silliest city in the country. <laughs> but uh, I, I am choosing to be optimistic uh, in this one regard of my sad, pathetic life of desperation. Yeah, they're going to be vaccinating the Frank Rizzo statue before Stephen gets it. <laughs> Uh, I yeah I I mean I hope I hope your optimism is is well founded because yeah I I'm going I'm going fucking crazy. I wish I were optimistic. That sounds many lovely. Things, many things could go wrong. I could be in like a death spiral th- this time next week. A lot of things are possible. Well, hey, you got that good doctor though. That's true. Like, yeah, I'm extremely wired. I think helps. I think that I think that's that may that might be the difference between why you're much more optimistic than me. That's like, true. You got that good. You have a you have a good connect. These little guys right yeah. here. <laughs> Shaking them. Yeah. Other baseball stuff. Baseball. The thing we're here to talk about. Baseball, baseball like, stuff. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Let me look here. Let me look. Let me let me see. Let me see. What do we feel about the overall uh, free agent landscape signings of of the off season? You know, not too bad. All things. Not considered. nearly as bad as the past two years. I think I, mean, uh, I think we're still probably going to see some labor strife at the end of the season. I, I don't think that problem yeah. has been solved, and it shouldn't course. be solved. They, they, we, these issues need to be worked out. But I think the the extension for um, uh, uh, Tatis is like a really genuinely very cool development in terms of like maybe these front offices are starting to take these things and and think about them in new ways. I'd love for that to be true. It's it's well, I think kind of a, I think some front offices are and others are pulling. Even further back, uh, Rockies yeah. or uh, Cubs or uh, whatever, like or the Rays, the I, Athletics, they'll be the same way. Yeah. Oh God, I'm I fucking hate the A's so much. <laughs> but like, I thought it was cool to see Taiwan Walker get two years and twenty mil. Like, for a guy um, who's coming back from Tommy John, who's had a pretty short run um, in Toronto. With, he's had a rough career. He has, like for how talented of a guy he is. He's had a rough career. And for it seems like a very thoughtful guy. He's uh, always giving really good interviews yeah. about the, the mechanics of his pitching that I think are really smart and, and interesting. Uh, and I think he works with like one of the driveline, lesser driveline affiliates in the off season. But it was cool to see him get like a pretty good chunk of change that teams investing in him, uh, which is very cool to see. I just, I just wish. Of of the teams that were um, trying, I wish the Mets were not one of them. I do not like that. Yeah, that's fair. The Blue Jays seem to be going for it. That's, I think that's all. That's cool. true. I I I am, I am fully prepared but... to bandwagon the team of my boyfriend's city. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that seems fun. It's so funny that you have a boyfriend in Canada. I do. He's that, real. That none I of promise. us have met. I think that's so funny. He just goes to a different school. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I think it's cool. Like, yeah, the Blue Jays are trying. They signed Springer. Another, you know, uh, glad to see him off of the, the Astros. 
I'm uh, mad that point. I like. I, I still I still do not like him. Uh, but I'm mad that <laughs> that is going to get sanded down over time. Whereas, as an Astro, it would my my distaste for him would have stayed sharp and fresh. That's true. And it, personality-wise, he was never. Um, he always seemed like a little bit less of a. I don't know. Individually, personality-wise, uh, uh, the Astros are kind of all over the place. But he didn't seem the most annoying of them. I think that's Bregman. Anyway. Oh, it's absolutely Bregman. Oh, speaking of the Mets. I mean, we missed the whole. People aren't really talking about it as much, but you know, we missed the whole uh, the whole GameStop thing, which was also, <laughs> which was also a Mets story. Oh yeah. Oh God, that's right. Steve Cohen. Uh, that would have been that would have been very very funny if uh, if it had actually you know really affected the Mets in some in some substantial way. Uh, so the kind of projections seem to have gotten more buzz this year than they usually do. I think that there's a few controversial things on, but I don't really remember previous years having quite this much energy that went into debating them, um, which is weird because I think there's only sort of like one or two things on it that are kind of confusing. Um, but it's always kind of an interesting exercise in what we think, where we think teams are. There's always some surprises in terms of like, oh, I didn't really think they were going to be a 85 win team, but uh, the math seems to think it's possible. Um, yeah, with the great assault that comes with these, I'm just going to go down the list real quick of all the different standings here. Um, AL East, uh, one through five is New York, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Boston, Baltimore. Not really any surprise there, except I think Tampa maybe seems a little higher than people thought with 87-ish wins over Toronto's 85. I think Toronto could outperform that. I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think in my my gut says Toronto's a little low and Boston's a little high. Boston, I could see going up or down. Like if JD Martinez bounces back in a big way, or if mm-hmm. they, they do have like Boston. Interesting guys. Boston's locked into fourth place because they're not going to be worse than Baltimore. It's just like, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, are they going to be point. near five hundred? Is the question. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, AL Central, Minnesota's number one. Twins looking great. Ninety-one team. Uh, Cleveland. I'm excited about. The, I'm excited about the the Twins. Like they didn't like uh, Angelton Simmons. I think is going to be really fun. Like moving Polanco over to second and having like one of the best defensive short spot stops ever on the team, like with um, Josh Donaldson right next oh, to him. Oh, absolutely! Uh, I think it's going to be really, really, really fun. Uh, and then like if Buxton's healthy and like both of their catchers, the Twins catchers are like pretty good defensively, even though they they don't get a ton of credit for it. Uh, I think it's going to be like they're going to be like really, really good on defense. I think it's going to be fun. But the, these AL Central standings, yeah, it says. It says Sorry, I'm going to take this one over. Uh, Minnesota, Cleveland, Chicago, Kansas City, Detroit. Like, a lot of the gambling lines have uh, Chicago winning this. Interesting. Um, and then in the Pocotic projections, it has them, you know, uh, winning 80, 82 games, 83 games. Yeah, I I, why is Cleveland up there? Am I... Are they still why? good? Yeah, yeah, the they still really have like a mm. they still have a strong pitching staff even with getting yeah. rid of everybody. Yeah, it's still like insane. they're they're it's... really really good at developing pitchers. Uh, um, what are they just like the cold rays at this point? Yeah, and they got and they got like they got some stuff back for their um uh for their trade to the Mets mm. because like they've had a they've had a, pr- a pretty rough offense um outside of you know like Lindor and um Ramirez and Ramirez. Yeah, but like they like they they shored up that a little bit more with that, even though like you know obviously 
you know, Flindorb being gone is, is, is devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, they're Cleveland's a team. Cleveland's a team that like, they're kind of just set to always win at least, you know, 82 games minimum for the next decade. And their ownership, the Dolans will do as little as possible to just kind of stay in the, in the mix. <laughs> like, yeah, at exactly that level. And it's, it's, like it's it's like it it's frustrating that they've had this much success for this long, with as far as I can remember, without ever having an outfielder. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, weird. no, their 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 outfielders have been have been like trash consistently for years now. Yeah, yeah, but Ramirez is still an MVP candidate. Like he's still insa- incredibly yep. good. Like I'd, I'd say top five baseball player, player in baseball. Uh, maybe top, mm-hmm. you know, five to ten isn't crazy, but he's he's incredibly good. He's per- perennially underrated. Um, are you good? You should move on to AL, AL West. Uh, uh let's. Uh, I'll do the AL West. We got. Oh, yeah, yeah, Houston, go we got Houston in first, followed by uh, the Angels, the A's, the Mariners, and the Rangers. Um, yeah, I get that. That looks right. Um, yeah. What did the what if what did the Angels do this year? This uh, they, they got a bunch of kind of like the same thing they do every year. They got a bunch of like reclamation project pitchers. Um, Heaney is still there, and I think is it Heaney is there pretty good. Uh, the, the one who was like a big bounce back last year that was a surprise. Uh, uh, I, I know they got they brought in Kitana. Um, yeah, Dylan Bundy's the guy who's like there was pretty successful uh, last season. Yeah. He's sort of the staff ace now, which is weird. From hey. yeah, from a guy who was uh, the you know the best pitcher on the Orioles by being an average pitcher to mm-hmm. um, to being like pretty good over there. Yeah. But Otani, I think, is going to be good to pitch again. I think uh, they're going to give it a try. Uh, that's super exciting. That will be exciting. That is I exciting. really hope that that happens. Me too. There's apparently a report that he was, he was throwing at 90 miles an hour in the first day of spring training, but it's the first day of spring training, you know? But yeah, the reclamation projects this year are Quintana, uh, Andrew Heaney, and Alex Cobb, I think, are the three that they got this season. Griffin Canning, I don't know if he's there before or not. Um, but uh, Cobb has been a reclamation project for like three, four straight years yeah, now, I swear. Uh, but it's possible. Right. I could see them. I could see them somehow being a playoff team. I could see them getting to the playoffs. They're going to hit like six runs a game. They only need to give up five. Like, it could happen. <laughs> I think they're. I, I. don't know. I think they're. I think they're a cursed franchise. I don't think they're. Yeah, ever, I'll ever believe it when I see it. Um, That's fair. I'm not like. I don't like them, but I would be supportive of them in the playoffs, depending on who they're mm-hmm. playing, because of Otani and Trout, basically. Yeah. Um, and I, I like mm-hmm. Justin Upton too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. the NL East is a go. fucking Looney Tunes division. <laughs> uh, we've got New York, Washington, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Miami. Kind of surprised and Atlanta's in fourth. Apparently, Pakota puts them really low every year. It's just like a thing about. I, I when I when I saw this when I saw this my this, my reactions were in order. Seeing New York in first, huh, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Seeing Washington in second, yeah, what? Yeah, no. seeing Philly in third, I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> seeing Atlanta, in but front, you're like, I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what? wait a minute, Atlanta, yeah, <laughs> Philly above Atlanta, Washington above Philly and Atlanta, 
and then the our postseason heroes, the Marlins, <laughs> bring it they're, up. Earlier. They are projected with uh, sixty nine wins. <laughs> I would love to see them go over that. I would so love to see like a seventy five win. Mar- that would be like such a huge success for them. To- no, no, mm-hmm. I, it I, can't, I don't even. I don't even need to pretend to like them any more because of Mina. <laughs> like, get them the fuck out of here. That's yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> those stupid yeah, that's, fucking fish. That's I hate true. Them. They don't deserve to be here. Contract the Marlins 2021. That's my platform. Hire, hire one of my friends or uh, or I'm going to hate you. Yeah, again. no, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I bit my tongue on a lot of Marlins shit because of Mina. <laughs> like, that's, no. That's fair. That's no fair. No more. I, I'm still fascinated by their pitching staff. I still think, like, 6 Stanches is super cool. And they, they signed some pretty interesting kind of power hitters in the offseason. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, there's no ethical uh, reason to root for them anymore. I just I just think pitchers are cool. Yeah, the the, the Mets here projected at 94 wins that's pretty wild considering where the mets have been for like you know pretty much since they went to the um, world series yeah God, they're uh, gonna be mets mets fans are gonna be annoying again i like when they're sad that's true because mets fans and phillies fans are the same people and i don't like <laughs> i wouldn't like an alternate version of me who was happy so like no <laughs> stay miserable please Thank you. That's true, and I, and I really think the Nationals. There, they, there's so much talent on the team, but there's just no. They can they can go the fuck away too. I uh, Strasburg's fun. You know the the pitching staff's still really good on paper. They're getting older, but they're still really talented. And Soto's a generational talent. Um, Turner's Trey Turner's really cool. Like they have stars. They just there's not much below that. The farm system's one of the worst in the game. I think one or two injuries, and they're looking at, like, a really bad season. Just like they had in 2020. All I want is another... Uh, all I all I ask for is a New York-Philly dogfight for the top, and then all the other three teams to be completely irrelevant. That's what I want. That's what you always want. No. Sometimes I want <laughs> other things. Sometimes, sometimes Steven roots for his team in earnest. Sometimes. <laughs> it, it has happened on occasion. That's true. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and I'll central. Uh, who wants to take go it? Go ahead. I'll take. You it. go for it. I'll take. It. Okay. Uh, We've uh, actually yeah, because me and Steven have done uh, a couple of you know most of these so far. Well, we'll let you get I back did two. to your job here. Okay. I did okay, two, okay. And both of you did one. So. Yeah. Well, I, I really want the NLS, so I'll take these two. I'll, I'll take. I'll take ten on central. Yeah, okay. you round it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Milwaukee uh, projected for eighty nine wins uh, to win the division. Chicago eighty five. <laughs> That's Eight insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, Yelich is still really good. The p- uh, who's on the pitching staff? I don't even know. Uh, Chicago 85, they, they, they still have some talent, uh, unless they just trade Bryant, uh, which they probably will do. Uh, St. Louis 3 at 80, that feels low to me. Cincinnati 78 also feels low. Pittsburgh 61, that feels high. <laughs> God, that's another, like, eternal misery franchise right there. I don't like the idea of the Rays doing a split season thing where they spend half the year in Montreal, half the year in Tampa. But I think maybe they're like they shouldn't get to do that. But I think maybe like some kind of they'd be like a sharing thing would be fun, uh, where uh, the Pirates could loan out Cabrian Hayes to the Orioles for half the year, and the Orioles could uh, uh, send Adley Rutschman to the to the Pirates for half the year, um, so that like those two franchises get to at least watch like forty good games. <laughs> hmm. or at least games with more than one guy on it who's like interesting spread it around yeah 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 you know like no one's really expecting anything from them like at least let the players 
win a couple. But yeah, really the thing in this division, like there are so many teams who could just win 80 games. Um, like I don't know if any of them I really see being much above that. The Cardinals have uh-huh. Arenado. Uh-huh. And yes. they're still uh-huh. being projected with 80 wins? Yeah. Good what? Lord. Jesus Christ. They're, they're like a role-player team. Like, they, there's no position with it with, like, a guy under, like, two or whatever, but they don't, only really have, like, the two guys who are superstars. And they probably also it could be a projection thing because, like, Walsh is getting older, and that really weighs heavily on projections. Arnauto's not really young. That probably, you know, that probably hinders somewhat. I think their pitching staff is also kind of weird. Um, not a lot of superstars, but talent all over the place. That goes a long way um, in a way that doesn't mean just they project very well. I don't know. Reds, I have no idea what they're doing. Uh, zero, zero clue. I think they're nice. I yeah, good. Whatever. I, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at all these projections, and it just like, all I see is a, is a repeat of last year's playoffs of, uh, you know, Midwest excellence. <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. both AL and NL Central, like I'm just, I'm not seeing it. As much as I want Minnesota to do well, Milwaukee at projected at like 89 wins is fucking bonkers like no no that's not that that cannot happen they are just not that good of a team milwaukee is absolutely not going to have more wins than the second place team in the nl east regardless of which team that is they're not gonna do it no and then like and they're sticking with the they're going back to the old like five team playoff format right I believe so, so yeah. So it seems yeah, like they're not going to do oh, the expanded thank playoffs. God. Fuck yeah. expanded playoffs. And there's definitely not, there's not, there, there's only the two wildcard teams, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be um, LA, San Diego, New York, question mark, wildcard team, and whoever wins the NL Central. Anyway, uh, NL West? Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, Dodgers, the unstoppable machine, just no flaws. 104, 104 wins. Yeah, two over the Yankees. Yeah. It's absurd. They, they even lost like key bullpen guys, and they just found ways around it. They traded Dylan Flores. It's absurd. Uh, San Diego ninety-five wins, still incredible. In any other division, they'd be um, other than the AL East. Um, they would be the um, easily the top dog in the league. How annoyed Aaron's... must they be that they're in a division with the Dodgers? Honestly, like they're they every time the Dodgers do something incredible, they do something right back. They trade for an incredible player. They Call someone up who's absurdly good. Really, Mackenzie Cora, I really want to stress, could be like, could just, this time next year, he could we could talk about him as the ace of that staff. Um, Arizona, 78. Uh, I feel weird about Arizona this year because they're really in the middle of, like, what are they doing? Um, their, their front office is pretty competent. The last couple of years, they've really improved in terms of, like, developing the farm. The farm is good. It won't be a couple of years before it's really ready. Um, but they've not really said they're going to sell They've not really said they're going to spend. Uh, they're just in the middle. Uh, and the only division, really, where you can't be a wildcard team uh, is like a barely over 500 team. Um, it's a bummer. Um, Giants projected 75 wins. I think that's a little low. I think the Giants... I think that's low, too. Yeah. That seems really low. They've, like, actually yeah, I mean, put together really yeah. like a, a pretty a pretty good lineup uh, yeah, of it's hitters. Shocking. Like, I don't, I don't see that the, them being that low. I can okay, see them being like an 80, 82 win team. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough division, but like that, that seems pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Strimson seems really legitimately really good. Uh, and it is a cool story. Yes. Um, Colorado, 60. Uh, no, that's that's high. Fuck you. It's, they're an embarrassment. Um, go ahead. Um, so, who's, who, what team 
is going to be last in the National League? Is it going to be Rockies. Pittsburgh or Colorado? Rockies. I, I, I take mm-hmm. I take the Rockies, yeah. Pittsburgh's okay. really bad. Don't get me wrong. Pittsburgh is in, in, incredibly, incredibly bad. Uh, break, breaking news here. Uh, Colorado has uh, signed Tim Tebow. Uh, <laughs> he left the, the Mets. Uh, he will be he will be the starting left fielder for the uh, Colorado Rockies. You are joking, right? I just want to make sure you're joking. Yeah, that's I a very joking. possible thing. <laughs> that's I'm, entirely... I'm like doing that little polite laugh where I'm just like, I'm pretty sure this is a joke, but I'm not actually sure. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah. who is in their left field? Let me let me see here. I want to see if that's actually a bad idea for them. Let me see here. Uh, teams, roster, resources, and all West Rockies. Pulling it up. One moment here. Who is their left field? They traded Dahl. I think he was their left fielder. Let me see here. Well, they didn't trade him. They, they dropped him. Left fielder for Ramiel Tapia. He's, he's, he's a fairly talented prospect. Right field, Charlie Blackman. Still pretty good. Oh, what's the projection on Ramiel Tapia? Is he, he's like a speed guy. I think he's not super great at the center fielder. Sam Hilliard. Oh, man. Okay, the uh, the Rockies should not sign Tebow, Tim Tebow. That's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> okay. Wow, really? <laughs> he he might qualify for the bench though. Like he might be a bat off the bench that's better than um, Josh Fuentes. I do. I think it's so funny that that Tebow was like, "I'm retiring." When like I'm pretty sure what happened is like he just couldn't get away with doing his weird little uh, his weird little show <laughs> in the minor league system anymore after Steve Cohen bought the team. That was so weird. Empathetic. Yeah, yeah. It's probably pretty lucrative, so I respect that. No, they 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 were selling out like almost every game when he was when he was there. That is fucking. I hate. That's so fucking stupid. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe baseball needs more stunt casting. Maybe they need to bring back like sluggers of yesteryear and just give them, let them just like crush like six homers a year at age forty five in in the minors. Well, well, yeah, they're not going to do a designated hitter in the NL this year, like. Bring that back. Yeah, please. bring that back. I I tasted I, I have I've tasted the ambrosia yeah. and I I don't want to go back to the way things were. I, we need we need old guys with guts like just slamming home runs. Like we need that we need that as much of that as possible. Yeah. I think also there was like a funny statement was it from you Darvish or someone the other day who was like yeah, I, I yeah, I'm 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 getting old. I don't really feel like taking at bats anymore. It'd be fun to let it'd be fun to watch someone else do it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was you, Darvish. That was a funny statement. Yeah, that sounds like him. Cool. Okay. Yeah, those those projections. Some of those seem frankly insane, but uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun. Season. They look to be mostly in order. I suspect that it might not be worse than last year. I think that, I think that's fair. Last year almost completely broke mm. me. I would love a competitive season of baseball um, with all the thrills of young talent uh, across the league as well as some crotchety old guys. I think that's a fun... That's what makes this sport great. Oh, you know what? I remember what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Lauren, so a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, you were talking on Twitter about um, the best cities, the baseball cities to live in right now. Oh, yeah, I did. As a fan? Yeah. Do you want me to... Remember I... you were... Yeah, I think you said that St. Louis just like went way up, right? Yeah, I made a whole spreadsheet. In Let me sock? pull this up here. Um, drive.google.com. Yeah, let's talk love, about, love not a spreadsheet. Not drive.google.com. What is it? Uh, sheets.google.com. Yeah. I got a. Um, I have something for you to consider that uh-huh. might not be on your spreadsheet, uh-huh. but I think uh, I think the Twin Cities really have something going for them with like not only the Twins being pretty good, Target Field being a, being a great um, stadium, but now. 
the Twins are in Minneapolis, and the St. Saint Paul Saints have become the AAA affiliate. Um, so they have their AAA affiliate just right across town, basically. That's fun. Like, just a couple miles away. That is really cool. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. They're like, like the, uh, the and the CHS field where the Saints play is an awesome little minor league stadium, too. Um, I think this needs to be taken into consideration for your 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 list here. I don't know how you how you you know that's fair. Uh, put that into into a number. Well, I'll but tell you. I think you. that that needs to be added. I'll tell you exactly how I did it. Um, I spent basically a whole Saturday doing this. It was <laughs> wonderful. I love spreadsheets. I love numbers. I love putting numbers into spreadsheets. Um, I wanted to know. I think there's something really cool about living in a city and being able to walk to the ballpark. Oh, I God, love the idea yeah. of walking to the ballpark. Uh, it can do yeah. it, it be a short walk. It could be like a 15, 20 minute walk. That's fine. But I went for like within a mile or, or so. And I looked at uh, real estate prices on Zillow and I tried to come up with an index of what would be the best team, best city to live in in the country if you wanted to walk to competitive Major League Baseball. Uh, and I looked at a number of factors and I looked at a number of variables. I um, tried to pull a representative listing uh, from the metro area that kind of is what you could get on a bargain. Like, Obviously, I'm assuming in this calculation, this is for a loser like me with no kids or really any kind of meaningful connections in life to anybody. Um, so mm-hmm. it's mostly like studio apartments, one bedrooms. Um, and I was looking Spreadsheet at- makers is what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. I'm speaking to my people. Like, uh, yeah, hobbyist spreadsheet makers. Precisely. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Podcasters. Um, yeah. Bingo. <laughs> Podcasters, so I, yeah. So I broke it down by a bunch of factors from walking time uh, to HOA fees to... Um, what property taxes are like in each state. Um, all these are factored in. What kind of square foot do you get based on the area? Um, average cost of home in the area. I did look at violent crime a lot. I don't think it's that really important. And I broke it into like three tiers of like the 10 best te- best cities for affordable baseball. Middle tier and then uh, most expensive ones. Most expensive ones aren't really interesting. It's Giants and Mariners, of course. You know, San Francisco and, and right. Seattle are just stupid to live in. Um New York, LA, Red Sox, uh, Boston, Chicago is actually shockingly high. Um, they're incredibly high. Property taxes mm-hmm. are a factor in that. Who knew? Angels, obviously. Oh, they get to live near Disneyland. That's kind of fun. I don't know. That's kind of, it's kind of fun. Uh, are the uh, are the White Sox higher than the Cubs in appealability? Yeah. yeah. Somehow they ended up higher than the Cubs. I don't know what's going on there. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cubs are in the middle tier. Uh, White Sox, uh, South Side's on the uh, uh, red tier. Uh, I can't remember why. Uh, I'll figure out the numbers later. Um really the best bargains in baseball in terms of like you're getting a good deal here like the cheapest is uh, orioles camden yards baltimore um if that's not your thing really the best it's not competitive though that's the thing i look for the competitive teams in there too and really the the teams that are uh super fun and good uh year in year out to watch um can i guess it oh please uh i'm gonna guess milwaukee atlanta st louis are you doing that oh, in Kansas order? Or? No, not in order. Just I'm okay, looking. Okay. I'm, I have this up on my other screen. Uh-huh. I, if, if walkability is a uh, prime part in this, I don't know about Kansas City or Milwaukee there, like walking to the stadium. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I looked into this, and really I think Kansas City is the only one where you can say it's really not feasible. Like there's, it's like right on a big highway corner. It just doesn't yeah. work. Um and, and everything nearby is like hotels. The houses nearby are just not close. It's really the only city where I don't think it's walkable at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are actually some homes in around Milwaukee where it's theoretically possible. You'd have to walk through a park a bit. It'd be like 15, 20 minutes. It's one of the longer walks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
really them and Atlanta are like the least accessible where it's still kind of doable. Oh, I forgot that Atlanta... Uh, they're, in, yeah. they're in white flight field. Yeah, it's possible. There's some homes out there where it's like you'd be walking on sidewalk six to a highway. You'd be like walking past a Jiffy Lube. No, that shit's, game, but it's doable. that shit's fucking grim, though. Yeah, it'd be like a t- good 20 minute walk. It's in, in Atlanta in the summer. Uh, yeah, I would all right, it, completely ignore me then. But it's possible. Really, the ones that I thought were the best values in terms of like cost of living, uh, relative, uh, like good value in terms of like square footage. Uh, fairly low HOA fees uh, and property taxes, and like fairly competitive teams are are Philadelphia, very high up there. Really? Um, absolutely. Yeah, they do uh, pretty well. There's like a the part of Philly there, and it's pretty you know it's not terrible. Um, and then really the, in terms of like a lot uh, of Italians though, that part's not great. I don't like that. Um, but really, <laughs> nothing comes close to uh, 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 St. Louis, and that bums me out. I don't love the Cardinals. I think. Um, the pizza and bagels they do there are kind of weird, but um, they absolutely do not need neutral fans telling them that they're the top of the list of anything for anything. No, no. Uh, but really, it's it's them in Houston that are the two like wow, those are shockingly good deals. And we're at the Yankee yeah. Stadium in the upper tier. The Yankees are actually in a fairly affordable that part is of. Weird. Um, I mean, it's the Bronx. It's not the most. How is Toronto in the yellow zone or the red zone? Oh, red, red. Oh, god. Red. It, they were really hard. I had to like translate from Canadian. That's really hard, and they don't have a Zillow. Like the Zillow doesn't work the same way there. Um, but I did the math there. I think I actually have the person living in a converted hotel, like in the hypothetical apartment. Like it's literally just a hotel room that they rent out for like two thousand. So my so my Canadian boyfriend, who is actually real, um, he lives a. Th- a brisk 30 minute walk from Roger Center oh, nice. which I've done and it's fantastic the only thing is he is he is clinging to a tiny outdated apartment uh via rent control by the by like his fingernails like he's he can barely afford even all, with all those factors so like Toronto is a fucking nightmare in terms of livability, cost of living. It's a real bummer. It, it's it's. A I real think bummer. you need to. I think with how where where does Minnesota rank in there? Ah, uh, we see here. Uh, the Twins do pretty well. The Twins are the yeah. They are the very the highest is in like the most relatively affordable of the um, uh, yellow tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, see, right in between. I, I think right that in between, right for context, right in between, right in between the Diamondbacks and the Rays. See, yeah, I think it. Uh, I think what it what it fails to, to take into account though is that um, for like the walkability around the stadium is that the light rail line uh, terminates at Target Field, mm-hmm. and so from like basically so from like yeah the the like it runs like that's the western terminal uh-huh. for the for the light rail it runs all the way east into um, like across St Paul like to like where the Capitol building in St Paul is mm-hmm. so as long as you are like not super far away from one of those light rail stations you can get on there and basically end up at target field that that's a good point that's a fair point um really I, really easily that's a fair point i have i have three uh rebuttals if i may uh number one mm-hmm. first and foremost don't ever question my methodology again uh number two okay yes yeah all right all right uh n- n- number two uh it's about walkability not rideability uh no, oh, okay. number three right next on the list of them is uh arizona Nightbacks, which also has a light rail that stops off right by the stadium so you're not special oh, okay yeah right. philly right. philly Thank has the, the subway terminates directly at the stadiums but because you said walkability i 
the stadiums are also in the middle of nowhere south philly like surrounded by like warehouses and and industrial parks which is why i just immediately i'd never considered that they would be at the top of your list but now i'm remembering oh yeah there are houses down there it's just the old south philly italian families um that we we do not we try not to engage with <laughs> the the sort of people yeah. that protested the plans the city's plans to relocate the Christopher Columbus statue. That's not good. I don't like that. That's bad. That yeah. I I should build in a, a, a I should somehow build into this matrix uh the the comparative racism of your neighbors. That's a good idea. <laughs> um Philly that'll, that'll, down that'll, the list. Actually, that'll really hurt St. Louis too, so I should do that. The no, ch- the absolutely. chud factor. <laughs> So wait, yeah, what, no, it'll, what, the chud factor Baltimore will destroy St. Louis's then? ratings. Uh, r- really, I don't know who would even be on the list anymore. Um, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, that's I don't know what I'm going to do with this information. I wanted, I thought about writing something about it, but now that I did, it's, it's so silly. Publish it. That sounds good. Ah, uh, make it more complicated. It's already really complicated. It's like there's like multiple <laughs> formulas that rely on other formulas. Um, it's. I, I'm I, I I desperately need to get out of the house. Lauren, God bless you, and God bless your doctor. Yeah, th- it's true. This is like the first weekend after I got them. Yeah, yeah, I, I admit that. God, Im- I can only imagine what kind of power I would have on on that sort of thing. Yeah, we need to we need to get that vaccine. We need to get out of out of uh-huh. all of our respective houses oh, and apartments. God, yes. This is. This is getting out of control. Yeah, and to a baseball game. I want to go to a baseball game. I want to go. We are going to, go to see have a minor a, league a team. Joint batting, batting around baseball outing soon. Uh, this is I my like commitment that idea. to th- absolutely. This is my commitment to the two of you. I'm looking for. I'm looking for a place to uh, a new place to move in the city. So um, I think you two should come here. We can go to a minor league game. We can go Book to a Twins game. Book it. Book it. Yeah, no, it'll it'll be great. Well, it'll be a ton of fun. Let's let's we'll do it. We'll record in person. Oh God, yes, absolutely be incredible. The fucking dream. <laughs> I frankly, frankly, uh, I'm going to set the expectation that if I don't end up uh, permanently legally blind from drinking on this trip, uh, it's a failure. Okay, cool. Do we have anything else we want to talk about this week? I think we we hit a lot of stuff here. Yeah, we did. Not really. Um, I I I want to apologize in case uh, I talk so fast that my recording is just like a hummingbird noise. That's that's bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking at it on Audacity, and it's just gonna be like, like a like a <laughs> solid line. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I want to say like it's, I'm super looking forward to baseball and doing this podcast with you guys in 2021. I'm really excited about this too. To have a full season. They'll be this will be great. Oh yeah, absolutely. This will be awesome. All right, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, this has been batting around. We still have uh, <laughs> have to really make sure we're doing this every week. But hey, we're we're back. We're back. We're gonna try. We're gonna make All an right. effort. We're gonna do it. All right, thanks for listening.